Hello, spiritual seekers, and welcome to another episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts. Yes, my name is Mark, and I did just change the opening just a little bit for Think Spiritual because I am realizing that, uh, well, I have a lot going on with Think Spiritual right now. I have four entirely separate series going on. So I don't just want to uh, start naming the episodes or numbering the episodes just in a linear fashion. This will be episode two of the Spiritual Journey series. This particular episode of the Spiritual Journey series is all about my lovely lady, Christine, my co-host. This is her spiritual journey. We recorded this uh, just a little before Christmas of 2017, and I hope you enjoy it. So I would just like to welcome my friend, my lovely partner, my lady, Christine, to the Think Spiritual podcast. Well, good evening, Mark. How are you today? I'm good. It's Saturday. It's what? It is a Saturday. It was sunny. It was sunny. Now it's dark out. (laughs) Now it's dark. Because early, it's winter. Mm -hmm. Everything gets dark early. Yeah. And it's almost Christmas. So Almost Christmas. So all is good. So you you spent some time... Uh, going to some Christmas markets and things, because that's the kind of thing that you really like. Yeah, you know, you're right about that. And I'd say every year it gets to be more and more. And uh, to the point where I barely, if at all, I'm in the malls for shopping. It's kind of cool. There's an, I'm finding vendors all over the place for, you know, if you want a toque or you want mittens or you want bath products, you want jewelry. There's no need to shop at the mall. There are fantastic local vendors. Pretty much anything you can find or think of, hey? Food, yeah, chocolate. I mean, all kinds of things. Um, Much more special, in my mind, of a gift than, I would say, that the typical Walmart-style gift, you know. Something just store-bought and packaged and... Yes, and made in China, typically, so... Especially nowadays, yes. Yeah. So it's it's great on a couple of fronts. One is that I find things for myself to use. Um, and I find what I consider to be wonderful gifts. I guess only the person receiving the gift will be able to say if they think it's wonderful, but I do. So uh, it's something I really, really enjoy spending time at. I get pretty excited when I, every time I find you a new do, vendor. You, yeah. do, you do get very excited about it. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of neat because I know it's something very important to you. Yeah. And maybe, maybe that's part of even your spiritual journey in a sense, it's sort of like it's a piece of finding yourself kind of. I think it really is. Yeah. Finding myself. Um, it's about community. It's about supporting people you know right in your own community yes it's a much more personal experience to shop and buy something from the person who made that rather than rather than a faceless entity sort of thing yeah i i i just it's a win-win-win all the way around as far as i'm concerned yeah that sounds good yeah Yeah. when you bring up community yeah, yeah and that's that's something there is definitely a spiritual element to anything to do with community i think I think so too. Yeah. It, it's, it's just, like I said, it brings it down to a personal level. And, uh, I think in all regards, I'm becoming more community minded in terms of charity, in terms of purchasing, 
everything. It's like the people around you are the ones that I feel we should be supporting. So, so you're kind of you're kind of taking like a holistic approach to your shopping, shall we say, even. I guess it would be. Yeah. It's it's um yeah, the spiritual part of it, the physical part of it, the quality of the ingredients, the quality of the products. Um, you know, the food is usually healthier. It's not right. processed. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all, it's all really important elements, I guess, of each, of each component, the component elements of each then item or gift or, mm-hmm. uh, how it's put together, uh, who it's made by the, all this kind of stuff is yeah. sort of. It, 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 you consider sort of all of that when you're, when you're doing your shopping in this regard. I do. There's way less packaging typically because they're not having to ship it across an ocean. So it doesn't have to be packaged. So it's recycled items or something like that too. And strangely, almost all of the things I buy are actually cheaper than what I would pay for in the store. And that Uh, seems, I think a lot of people would find that hard to believe Especially, well, I mean, things are so cheap now. I guess the things you don't find, like you're, you're not going to find, say, electronics and things like that. And, no, no. Uh, and Not at this point, no. No. Or maybe never, not at a market, but. It's not impossible, but but I guess that's not even the, the point, I guess. You're looking for gifts that are, say, more meaningful. And not or, just gifts, but things like things you use every day. I mean, there's people who are making homemade toothpaste. Right. Okay. Right. Right. So, Shampoo. Okay. So right. if there's practical items, yeah. then, then that's a really good. Yeah. Um, that's a really good way of getting people to mm-hmm. think about buying locally. Yeah. Things that you use every day. An example I'll give this year is I, I found a wonderful lady who does crocheting. She makes beautiful toques, and I bought it toque that's handmade nice. for $12. And nice. I can tell yeah. you, if you go to Walmart, you're going to pay more than that for a toque that was made in China that's mass-produced. For, really, for a really nice toque, yeah. you, can, you can probably get really cheap masks that don't fit well and things like exactly. that. Exactly, yeah. But to get something really nice, yeah, you are going to pay yeah, you, are. you know, $15, yeah. $20 for a hat. Yeah. A, a number of things I bought, I've bought in... Uh, Handmade pottery mugs from the Red Deer Pottery Club for eight dollars. I'm I'm still excited about them because, <laughs> I mean, I guess you could buy a mug cheaper than that at the store, but the Pottery Club, like, I mean, I've seen them for twenty five or thirty dollars in specialty shops. So, oh wow, yeah. it's it's uh, doesn't even need to be that expensive to buy things that are handmade. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know me. I even bought crocheted. Um, uh, washcloths for the dishes and now when i do the yeah. dishes i'm all excited because i'm using this washcloth that oh, somebody okay. had made they're like two dollars and fifty cents well and they work pretty well i noticed actually yeah. too so, so anyway that's all i'll say about that because i yeah. could talk for an hour about the markets so. no but i mean that is good because it does have a it does there is a spiritual context there or mm-hmm. or it's kind of or i guess what i what i would consider spiritual yeah, and it sounds like that's something you would consider spiritual as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously, you know, this podcast is, is called spir- Think, Think spiritual. spiritual. Yeah, and you are technically the co-host of this podcast as well. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy so that. we haven't quite got that far into it yet. So, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get there where we have some other uh, some other people besides 
just the two of us on at mm -hmm. least. And yeah, I do hope that you will include yourself in in those future ones. So I think so. I enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, good. So I'm glad you enjoy it. So the last, uh, what well, was last? <laughs> it was last week. Physically, we did the pod. We did my podcast, my interview. Where you were interviewed, yes. Uh, now this particular one, this probably won't, uh, I think I'll be releasing this uh, January 18th is what I have it slated for. Okay. So, um, just a little note on the podcast itself. I, I do have it sort of planned where I kind of do a, a short, I, a first week, say, it's kind of going in four-week periods where the first week is kind of a short just talk the second week will be where I review, do a spiritual elements uh, of a movie. Right. Uh, the third week will be an interview. Yes. And then the fourth week, uh, ho hopefully, will be my Hero's Journey series. So I still that sounds good to me. I still have to finish the first one <laughs> right now. So, so it's uh, so, and, and I've got that planned out, and I've got the whole first season planned out. So I hope that continues. It sounds like a really good plan to me. Yeah, it, at least it is a plan, right? You sort of mm -hmm. have to have something to aim for, I think, yeah. when you do. Um, so anyway, as I said, I was doing, we, we did my interview. And so this one is yours today. Mm -hmm. And so we've just expressed a few things. Uh, obviously, like this Christmas market shopping, it is mm -hmm. something that you do find, shall we say, some kind of spiritual elements or nourishment I, nourishment's a really good word. Yes. Actually, that is a good word. I, yeah. That's a word maybe we need to use a little more often. Yes. In that, because I, even like this podcast, for instance, like this is nourishing for my spirit sort of thing, my yes. soul. It, and that's yeah. why I started it even for that matter. Yeah. Um, but let's get into, let's get into what spirituality means to you then. Okay. And, and. What what does it mean to you? How would you define it? Uh, what is, what does the term mean in in your mind? That's yeah, that's a deep question, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I said even like I was answering answering it myself, and when somebody when you actually think about it, it's actually a hard hard to put. It's a hard to put hard into to words. put into words. Yes. Yeah. I think you've already given the actual def definition, dictionary. The dictionary definition. Yes. But yeah. every person has, has their, a different, yeah. Yeah. I think every person is going to have their own spin on it. And that's the whole purpose mm -hmm. of finding out, you know, what are mm -hmm. people's different definitions of this? Yeah. So I think, I think we have different intelligences. Um, and I think. Intelligences. Intelligences. And, and. Most of the time we are in our thinking brain. Ah, I see what you mean. Okay. Um, and maybe we aren't as a whole tapped into our non-thinking brain, the intelligence that doesn't involve your brain. Um, so it would be uh, the things, boy, that's, it is harder to put into words. Conscious and subconscious is sort of what you're sort of what you're hinting at there a little bit but yeah but beyond that it's more about feeling than thinking yes right your spirituality right okay so i would say it's the thing that makes you feel connected to nature and to the universe and i think each of us if we pay attention we'll know what that is uh, it can be a brief moment or maybe several moments where you do feel connected Yes. Uh, you can feel full. You, you can feel that life is great for that moment. And I think that's spirituality. 
I think it means that whatever it is you're doing, saying, thinking, reading at that moment is tapped into something in you, your spirituality. And maybe something beyond that, something beyond ourselves, maybe. That that's right. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, it's really important to feel grounded, centered, calm, and at peace. Uh, so anything I do that creates that feeling in me feels spiritual to me as well. So, anything that you do that creates those yeah. particular feelings. Yeah. And so that's, so, so that feels or sort of makes you think that you're in line with your, yes, with what your, shall we say, your spirit yeah. is. And where you've maybe found that, that elusive balance for a short time. Yes. You know? yeah. yeah. Elusive balance. That's another yeah. good, yeah. that's another good way of putting things because yeah. balance sort of is, it kind of is elusive. It's, it, it's like if you're, if you're, when you are trying to balance something, it's like you, it kind of tilts one way and then the other and yeah. then, and, it, and it's, and it's kind of hard to get it, you know, just right. And then you get it for a bit and you might lose it for a bit. Exactly. And yeah, as I get older and as I pay attention more, I can tell really quickly when I'm out of balance. And, and the really cool thing about getting older and paying attention is that I've learned what things I need to bring me back into balance. And it's pretty simple. Usually it's quiet time with no more input, you know, yes, uh, for yeah. a while. Yeah. That will bring me back into that. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe I can't speak for anyone else but myself. Maybe for some people, spirituality would be this hyper joyous thing. Um, we talked about that yeah. a bit on on mine. Whereas, yeah. yeah, where and I said you influenced me in this regard that we should seek peace more yeah. so than perhaps joy or happiness because it's yeah, and it's a it's a more even keel. But maybe that's a, maybe that depends on who you are too. That is you true. Know? That is that's true. That's who I am. Yes. You know, but some yeah. uh, that's for me. Um, I but, find the aim yeah. of peace more achievable per se than trying to be this hyper happy because I'm I'm just not. I, I'm 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 just I'm not this person who's always going to have this huge smile on my face and just be like, oh hey, how are you doing? How are you? Like I'm just I can do that for a little bit. I can't do it forever, but that's right? that's that's going out of yeah who you really are, right? right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so aiming for something more kind of steady, yeah. yeah, is much more achievable for someone like me, yeah. And maybe you me feel, too. Maybe you yeah. feel much the same way, yeah. So I don't know if I've defined spirituality very well, but again, to you've kind of pointed out all these things that maybe yeah. like surround like spirituality to be at the core of yeah. all these things, and yeah. you sort of like it, it's like all these things for you are mm-hmm. ways of ways of accessing yeah. uh, whatever your spirit is yeah. or whatever you would call spirituality. Um, yeah. yeah. So when you, so all these little things say you do or all these things you achieve, do you have a specific practice or religion that, uh, that you follow? that that it helps you achieve those things or in a word no uh, i don't follow a specific religion or a specific spiritual practice um, i'm just going to go back to my childhood to give you some background um, where i was not brought up religiously or spiritually um, 
But in school, I was told that I was either had to be either Protestant or Catholic because we had a class in school for an hour every day. And I was told by my dad that we were Protestant, so I went to the Protestant class. Um, I guess so. We, it was a religion class. It was a class called religion. Okay. Um, so it was just a school class. I really remember very little about it. I obviously we must have learned some Bible stories and stuff, but. I, it was like Sunday school during a school, I guess during it would regular be. school time or and, something. And, yeah, and over the loudspeaker every morning, the the uh, Lord's Prayer. The Lord's came Prayer. On. I remember that yeah, even when yeah. I was really young. But yeah. I didn't. I was really quite surprised when you mentioned like the mm-hmm. Protestant and Catholic. I had never really heard of that. I don't think. Yeah, I haven't so talked to really anybody else who had a religion class. And my dad was in the military, so it was a military school, and I. Perhaps it had oh, something maybe. to do with that. That could be. Yeah. Could so be. as a as that was up to about grade six. So, I mean, I I took our religion class in school, but there was no none yeah, of it stuck. None <laughs> of it stuck, and there was no discussion afterwards or at home or anything like that. So that didn't mean much to me. Um, and I only ever was in a church a handful of times for weddings, that sort of thing. So. Yeah, no, no background really as a as a young child, um, and I became a single parent when I was twenty, and really for the next twenty years I was focused on being a parent and trying to keep a roof over our heads. Um, I guess I, at least in my mind, didn't have the time or the space to pursue spirituality at that time because it was just the logistics of living, you know. Taking all your effort to sort of survive in this society. Yes. Working full-time, working a part-time job, you know, going to hockey practices, parent-teacher interviews, all that stuff. I didn't find much room. I did send my son when he was a teenager to a couple of one-week Bible camps thinking that, you know, that if even if I wasn't going to teach him religion, that maybe he he could, you know, maybe pick it up somewhere, pick it up somewhere other, else. But yeah. that's that would be his path, not mine. Um, that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That that could take us down a whole different rabbit it trail would. of. Uh, yeah. But like the one thing, it, it seem it seems like all parents, even if they don't have a church background or anything. It seems like they want their kids to have that sometimes. Well, there, I, I know like when, when I grew up in church, there were a lot of other kids in church whose parents, whose parents weren't in church. Okay. Because, <clears throat> but it's like they came to Sunday school because their parents are just like, well, it's like, I want my kids to know this yeah. stuff or, and, and they sort of think they're doing them some kind of a favor or something. <laughs> I guess I felt that way too. I felt like, well, I don't know really anything about religion. And I thought it was only fair that, that I put my son out in the world where he could le- give him the opportunity to learn something. At least have the opportunity. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, just cause I wasn't really able to teach him a whole lot, but, uh, but basically that, you know, took me up to about 40 years old. And when my son did finish high school and he decided to leave home, I was left with, I guess for the first time in my life, um, the time, the space, and by then a little more income. So not as much money worries where I could finally start to think about, well, who am I and what am I doing with my life and what does it all mean? And so 
Well, that's, that's that sounds like yeah. then that you started to have a bit of a worldview shift. Well, for sure. I mean, worldview, worldview. I'm not sure. Worldview, or at least personal, personal view. Like I guess as I saw myself. I mean, for all the longest time, I saw myself as Travis's mom. You know, and that's how everyone saw me. Yes. I wanted yeah. to start having my own identity. Yes. Um, but yeah. I wanted, yeah. So. No, I don't have a. Spe- but that is that is kind of how like you you thought of yourself probably that way too, right? Yeah, like, that's like true. Like your identity was sort of wrapped up. It was my job and and being a parent. Yeah, there wasn't a whole yeah. lot of room for and it, for me anyway. Some people seem to manage. They'll run a business and they'll have six kids and they'll yeah. I don't know yeah. they'll still put on turkey dinner for twenty five people and all of this stuff and that's never been me. Yeah, so no, me never either. has I, been. I don't yeah, know how yeah. pe- how some yeah. people manage. That. I'm it's quite just... in awe of that. And you no, know, I can handle a few major responsibilities, but that's about it. So, but so I no, I don't have a specific spiritual practice. But in my forties and now I'm forty nine, so it's been almost ten years. I at least had the room to explore. So it's been, you know, looking into things like yoga practices, looking into Buddhism, uh, all those sorts of things, um, listening to other podcasts, watching documentaries, reading articles, you know, um, listening to philosophers and getting, you know, even even a little bit on Christianity and some, uh, what is that, Max Lucado, you know, books. Oh, okay, yes. I've, I've, yeah. list, I've read some stories that kind of hit home with me about Jesus. And, yes. And yeah. um, I guess what I'd say is there hasn't been any specific practice that I say this is it and this is all. This yeah. Is, you know, um, but I, because I think you even said it in your own interview, you hit a wall with each one. That's what I find. And usually I found that fairly quickly with even going to a Buddhism uh, seminar, I guess you'd say, or workshop where they immediately tell you, well, you aren't, you know, if you're involved in Buddhism, you're not allowed, you know, to look at Jesus kind of thing. And I'm like, no, I don't like that idea. And that's a, that's a very strange sect of Buddhism because most, most Buddhists, from what I understand, wouldn't care or, or like they'd want you to look in other places yeah. or something. But there are, there are some sects of Buddhism that say, no, it's like, this is the way and yeah. that's it. Yeah. So yeah, Buddhism, there's some Buddhist fundamentalists out there just as much as other religions. Exactly. Which is, which I, f- I find very odd, but <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, to each their own, as you would say quite often, exactly. I think. And I went to an Anglican church service with a friend and um, found, you know, halfway through the sermon that they were actually making fun of other religions, Um, you know, and I didn't like that either. I I don't know. That that just turned me right off. It hit you the wrong way. It hit me the wrong way because I am a firm believer that everybody should find their own path and has no right to make fun of or discount other people's paths. So I'm... And that's not... E- I mean, like, a lot of people aren't that way, right? So, I mean, that's yeah. it, That's a really interesting... It says something about your personality. To each his own, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that, that you're not yeah. really that, that pushy type or that you think that there has to be, you know, one specific way to do something or... No, there doesn't. So... I guess what I've decided is that I will keep learning, keep experiencing and what resonates with me, what feel, you know, if you pay attention, you know what feels right 
to your core. Yes, you do. And you take That's that piece true. and you go, I am incorporating that into my spirituality. Yes. And maybe the rest of it I'm going to leave behind. So I don't know what you call that. Um, a seeker is what I choose to call it. It sounds very, you know, I don't know, it sounds spiritual. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've often heard the term used in... Seeker in, or in, a student or just a perpetual learner. Whatever, student yeah. of life, some people say. Yeah, yeah. 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 So whether I'll ever ascribe to one practice or not, it's hard to say. I haven't found that one thing yet that seems to hit every single, you know, or, you know, every button or whatever yes. that I need pushed. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fun, yeah. though. It's a lot of fun. Fun and can be confusing and yeah. can be uh, can be hard sometimes. And sometimes disappointing when you think maybe this is it. And then you yes. go, oh, no, yes. why did you have to say this thing? I don't like yes. this thing that you... Yeah, yeah and I know, I know you've had some difficult times over the last number of years. Right. Um, that I'm sure have changed your view. Again, back to that worldview. Mm -hmm. So either your worldview or your personal view, mm -hmm. uh, are there any of those that you would uh, care to share with us right now? Or I know some of them are very personal yeah. and maybe there's certain ones too that maybe the people involved don't necessarily want to be mentioned either. Um, the people I'm, involved have been asked and are okay with it. Oh, are they? <laughs> yes. oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, um, yeah. yes. So... I didn't segue into that question as well as I would have liked, but <laughs> <laughs> the, the question is, have you had a major life event or any major life events or experiences that have changed your worldview? Right. I wanted to go back to something when you said, uh, when you said that I've been through some difficult things, I wanted to say something that I heard someone say a while back, which is if you're lucky enough to live long enough, oh. you're going to have those things happen. Yes. So if I want to look at it from a more positive point of view, I guess I've lived long enough to have had some shit happen. Is it yes. okay to say that on this podcast? Or? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I okay. think the occasional one's all right. Okay. <laughs> I can uh, always beep it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if necessary. But Yeah. So... That's, you know, that, that's one way of looking at it as it, I've been lucky enough to live long enough to have some things happen. And that I, is I, interesting yeah, to think yeah. of. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I would consider myself lucky for some of the things yeah. I've gone through. I don't know if luck's the right word, but, yeah. but yeah. And then when you use the words worldview, that's the thing. I don't know if I've had really much of a worldview. I feel like my world oh, is... Oh, maybe you never had one in the first place. A world, what is a worldview? I'd have to ask you that. Like, Well, in mm, my particular mm. case, uh, my worldview was through a Christian lens. <clears throat> so, so I had sort of this filter that said, mm -hmm. you know, I live, I live this way and I live in this dynamic. Mm-hmm. And the world, the rest of the world lives this way and in this dynamic. So when you say world, you're me you're literally meaning the world or you just, you know, that, that's, I guess I'm. I think it's just a major shift in perspective. Pers so, yeah. so maybe, so I'll, I'll maybe I should change the, maybe yeah. I should change the wording of that question a little bit. 
Um, I'm not sure how at the moment, but uh, but that's something to discuss when we're when yeah. we're done this. Particular... I, I I'm I tend to be a literal person, so when you say worldview, I'm thinking of China and uh, you know, okay. and I'm like, well, I don't know yeah. if I had much of a view yeah. on the rest of the world. I think it's yeah. literally just your your sp- own your, your perspective yeah. on life and living. Okay. Uh, you say it's like, you, well, I mean, you kind of have because, like you said earlier, you you identified as a mother. Mm-hmm. And doing your doing your nine to five job and extra jobs outside of that mm-hmm. sometimes to make ends meet. Right. Being yeah. a single mom. Yeah. All of this. So like that that would be like your your worldview there is sort of narrow, right? It's it was, like, yeah. So it's like, yeah. So let's call it your world. My that that I, I can deal with that. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually gonna go back even further. Yep. Because I thought of a few things. Um, when I was in high school, I was very much uh, unfocused. I was a very intelligent, and when I was That's, younger, I used to, <laughs> I used to get awards. I can relate to a yeah, lot of that. I got awards for being the top student and the, all of those sort of things. But when I uh, hit that middle school, high school years, um, I don't know. I, I changed a lot. I started skipping school. I started smoking. I started hanging out with the kids who were dropped out. I thought I was cool. I don't know what I was looking for. Uh, Ultimately, in grade 11, I ended up failing every single subject on my report card. Uh, And my mom decided, well, I guess if you're going to fail every subject, you should quit school and go to work. And she marched me into the principal's office and, you know, said my daughter's quitting school and uh, he, pre- I still remember him telling my mom that I should have been born in the the hippie era because I was such a rebel. But anyway, oh, okay, <laughs> that was about ten years too uh, late for that. So where the shift comes in is is that I had been skipping and I had been doing all these things to fail at school, and my mom made me quit. Uh, and then yeah, I w- this was in Dawson Creek, BC. So I the only job I could find was working at a diner. Uh, I can tell you I'm not a good waitress. (laughs) (laughs) It did not take me long before I went, oh boy, this is not me. I need to go back to school. So I did miss one semester. I went back the next year, took a full course load of high school plus correspondence got straight A's in my course. Oh, like wow. I was like, it's so that yeah. I thought about that. I'm like, that was a big shift because up to that point I didn't have, I was just, you know, floating in the world and it did not take me long. So you, you got a little piece of how difficult yeah. it can be to just do that basic survival. I did not want to be out there with no, without a high school education and, and, having to do yes jobs that I'm first of all not good at <laughs> right and, you know and yeah. didn't want to do so that was a big shift I, my, my priority changed immediately and I uh, I did graduate high school but I had I did miss one semester you know while I had to figure that out so that was a big shift uh, the next really big shift was when I did become pregnant at 19 uh, and I actually, initially was going to give my baby up for adoption because I was on my own and about halfway through the pregnancy I decided to keep the baby um 
And I'm really glad I did. Obviously, I have a wonderful 28-year-old son, but that was a big shift too, because even though I had finished high school, I still didn't have much focus. And I can tell you that being 19, deciding to have a baby, um, that changed me for sure. So then I looked into, well, I need more education. And I decided to uh, go to business college, just largely because you can be in and out of school in a year and working um this i guess i'm i'm kind of giving you more of a biography but these no these, that's okay these yeah. these are all fairly big yeah sort of it, ch- it changed me yeah. you know there's levels of consciousness that are happening yeah. throughout each Absolutely. step of the way yeah so and i and i decided that if i was going to be a mother that i was going to do the best job i could and support him the best i could and so, yes, in my own journey, that was a big, you know, uh, I grew up really quick <laughs> and, and I think I did a pretty good job, made mistakes as we all do. Yes. Some, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, next big shift probably would be after, you know, when my son graduated, like I said, and then I found myself on my own. And the question yeah. becomes, who am who I am now? I? Yeah. Without him. Yes. He, yeah. yeah, and not just without him, it's sort of like your first chance you had mm-hmm. to even ask that question in one sense. Yeah, the first time I had time to think about it. Yes. And, it's, and it is a privilege, really, if you think about it. It is. I was going to yeah. say that yeah. a little earlier. Yeah. That any kind of spiritual journey, it's. If you're not having to worry about. In what, one sense, it's a privilege. It is. It, well, it absolutely is. If yeah. you're not having to worry about where your next meal is coming from. Yes. Where you're going to sleep that night. That's very true. Yeah. If you have energy beyond worrying about those things, I think yes. that would mean we're probably more privileged than a, a big chunk of people in this world. That's a very so, good point and yeah, maybe yeah. something we should be more grateful for on a regular I basis. I think it's good to remind ourselves of that. So um, around that time, or maybe actually it was a little bit before my son moved out and, and largely at his influence, I actually decided to become a vegetarian which created a huge shift in my worldview too, um, because again, it, it made me more conscious. I wasn't just going to go to the grocery store and buy whatever I felt like. I had to all of a sudden, well, no, of course I wasn't buying meat, but beyond meat, if you're a vegetarian, then you're having to look for things like, does this have gelatin? Does it, you know? Yes. Uh, so yeah. it be, it made me more aware of what I was buying. And then it went further into who I was buying it from. So yes, you can be a junk food vegetarian, but then it's like, oh, but what preservatives are in this? What, you know, who made this? Where did it come from? How much packaging is in this? Um, so my, my, I decided to start looking more into what can I buy locally? You know, what can I buy organically? That led me to, well, let's buy eggs from the farmer who just lives yes. a few miles yep. away. And it, and that is spiritual because now I know Daniel who sells me my eggs. He knows my name. Yes. I know, you know, it's, it's, it's a connection. It's a connection. It's community. It's yeah. uh, being aware yes. of what, how far your actions extend. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you'll hear that I just said eggs because yes, I'm vegetarian, not vegan. So yes. just to be clear, I am vegetarian, yeah. but I do eat eggs. We did we did go vegan for a year, a little, or maybe a little yeah. beyond for you. Yeah. I, I know I went vegan and for a year. And might again sometime, but yeah, yeah, that's a whole, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's sort of, um, 
yeah, we can. We, that's a whole that's different a whole subject thing. all on itself. So it's so. But I guess what I'd say is, apart from just the choice to not eat meat, um, it was a a, a, wor- a worldview shift or a personal view shift because I started looking, actually paying attention to what I was buying, where I was buying it from, and why. You know. And making really more and more and more conscious decisions yes. about that. And still I'm learning and changing my mind about things. And it's an an ever evolving process, you know. So that was a big one. Um, and probably one of the hugest ones was when my son turned, uh, was about 23 or he was 23. He was diagnosed with cancer. And I did ask him ahead of time and he said it yes, was okay was to one. talk about okay. this good because obviously it's a, it's his well, it, it, his story not really it's his mine. story well yeah. but it is yours in regard to mm-hmm. how difficult that time was for you yeah yeah and so, how much of a shift that your yeah. thinking did go through yes during that time yeah so, so really what i'm talking about here is me in this journey yes. not him yeah um and it was uh, uh for anybody who is either had cancer or uh, been through that process with somebody you're close to, I guess you can relate at least in some respects, but it, it, that changed everything for me in my worldview. And one of the biggest, really uh, difficult things it did for me was make me feel uncertain about everything. Um, I, I looked at everything differently and I, and I did develop, um, some nihilism, probably pretty deep nihilism where I, right. I, yeah. everything I looked at, I looked at, well, this is temporary. So what is the point? Yes. What yeah. is the point in getting close to people? What is the point in buying anything? What is the point in pursuing anything? Because it's not going to last. When anyway. it's all going to get torn away from you yeah. or possibly or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I really, in a lot of ways, it had a sheltered life. I wasn't, around death i didn't see yes, aunts yeah. uncles or grandparents dying when i was young very similar for me so yeah. i understand that yeah yeah so you know i guess i i sort of felt like that's something that happens to other people not you know not to yes. me or my family and when it did it hit me really really hard uh and it i would say i'm this is going on five years now Glad to say my son did go through the treatment and, you know, is in remission and hopefully will remain so the rest of, you know, for a long, yes, long time, yeah. if not forever. <laughs> but I don't, I'm still not quite back. And maybe not, maybe it does change you forever the way you view things, but. It probably yeah, does because yeah, you can never yeah. get that ignorance back, right? Yeah. And you can never, or that innocence. Yeah. Ignorance, sort of innocence, both. Call it what yeah, you will. Yeah. Like it's, it's gone forever. You, you know something about the world that you kind of, kind of wish you maybe didn't know. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Unfortunately but or unfortunately. However. I'm hoping as time goes on, I can see the blessings because I'm sure they're there in, in the knowledge you gain through that. Um, yeah, but it, it is, that's, that is a, that's a difficult one to, to know yeah. where to, where to look or, mm-hmm. or how to consider that. I mean, I think you have to give yourself some credit for the amount of strength that took to, to get through that. Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, um, I know, I know you often don't feel that strong per se, but I think that's just because of the sheer number of things that you've, you've had to expend your yeah. energy on. Yeah. I, there's only, 
um, it's something we've talked about that I, um, yeah, that I will bring up just at the moment is, is, is that, yeah, we only have so much mental and emotional energy to go around. Mm-hmm. So when you're expending a lot of it on having these major things happen to you and having these major, call it worldview shift, mm-hmm. um, or <clears throat> personal view shift or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, definitely, definitely, uh, definitely the beginnings of a spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you're, ex- you're expending all that energy trying mm. to get through these really hard moments. Right. And you can't help but come out the other side, a changed different person than you were going into it. I don't think you, yeah, there's no way around it. You're, you're different. Yeah. 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 And then also, but it's like, how, what, how do you get your tank filled back up then? Yeah. And, and right. really uh, that hasn't happened as of yet. Um, yes. Yeah. On, you know, as you know, because you've lived through it with me. Yes. Not yeah. too much longer after, after that, then my mom got sick and she passed away two years ago. And yes. And obviously that is a a shift too. And actually, I think the depth and importance of that shift is maybe only just starting to hit me now, uh, even though it's been two and a half years. I think so. Yeah. I think you, I think it's taken that long to sort of process all that's gone on. And to understand exactly how much that changes the entire family dynamic. Yes. You know, so uh, that shift, I still haven't fully processed. Yeah. And, and well, that's one thing I'd like to point out mm-hmm. here too, is that I know, cause I see it in you. I, mm-hmm. I know that you are on a spiritual journey mm-hmm. right now, as we are talking here is, is that you have, you have answered the call to adventure sort of finally. I love the way you put that on the, what well, that, that's the hero's journey reference. Yes. Is yeah. That, but it's just, I yes. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And all these things that have happened is Christine. Hey wake up, there's more going on here than you realize. Right. And you are a stronger person than you realize. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know where else to go with that. It's just, like I said, I, I, I know that you are on, on this journey and, and it's, um, in one sense, it's just beginning. In one sense, it's been going on your whole life, right? In one sense, yeah. But I, I think I get what you mean because over the last number of years, I think I've I've tried to ignore it. I've tried to say, no, no, I'm just, yes. I don't yeah. want anything to change. I've got my job. I've got this. I've got that. I'm just going to keep doing things the same. Yes. And the more I keep trying not to change, the more life keeps throwing at me saying, you don't have any choice here. <laughs> no. And, yeah. and that is, the, yeah. that is the, that, that is the case yeah. when it comes to say the, the, the call for adventures that we, yeah. we, we often life will be saying to us, Hey, wake up. There's something happening here. And mm-hmm. you're just going, well, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. I'm sorry. I can't. Like, I have to go to work. I have and to life yeah. will just say, well, one way or another, you're going on this yeah, journey. Yeah. So it's like you either go willingly or I'm going to force you on it. Exactly. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And, and so the last sort of shift uh, that I would want to talk about, even though there are more, like even yes. meeting you and having you in my life is another one. Um, but I'd say is the financial thing. Um, I'm feeling, yeah, the last shift is, and and you're going through that with me too, is finances. And I won't say the details, but it's, 
um, this idea that I I did follow um, the path that society gives you. You followed the rules. The rules. The quote-unquote rules. In, in getting <laughs> no. your education and getting a job and staying at that job and being responsible. And if you do that, then you'll get everything, you know, you'll get your yes. house, you'll get the yeah. security. And we found out recently, guess what? That isn't the case because things can be thrown at you that have... You have no control over absolutely it? Absolutely no control. Not. You did nothing to yeah. deserve it or yeah. have it happen. It was just, it was uh, just yes. bad luck. Uh, yes. Really. So that everything you've worked for your entire life in terms of financial security is now gone. And that leaves you feeling very disillusioned with the system that yes. is given yeah. to us. Yeah. The man-made so, system. Yeah. Uh, probably a very, very similar feeling to how I felt when I felt that Christianity had let me down. Cause you followed that system and it didn't, yes. yeah, and it, it didn't, didn't pan out. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't pan out. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm making some assumptions here, but I know from all the time we've spent talking that yes, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a very, very similar feeling for you mm-hmm. to have sort of put your faith in the system yeah, and it completely in the bottom fell out exactly. from under you. It's, it's weird too, because I actually have hurt feelings and it's like, I don't know how I can have hurt feelings from a <laughs> system sort of, that I'm, isn't. I'm sort of laughing because that's exactly how, again, that's exactly yeah. how I felt. And, and I don't and even, it's like, yeah. who do you blame? Who am I even supposed to it's be like mad you, at? You, there, there's no yeah. one you can even go and yell at. There is no who. It's a system. Right. Exactly. That I bought into. Yeah. Yeah, that like, may, I mean, I yeah. could have gone and yelled at pastors. Well, what good is that doing? They're just part of they're part of the system, the system. like I was. Yeah, and maybe it's working so it's, for them, right? Like right. it so, does work for for obviously enough people that it keeps right. going. Yeah. So now it is being left with this, you know, this okay, the illness and death and disillusionment with the system, you know, all these things that make you go, wow. I think I might as well figure out my own way (laughs) can't be any worse yes yeah and well it'll be better because again i i think maybe like all these sort of say calls to adventure is it not just your real self like the the real christine that's way down inside is it not her that's going hey i want out yeah let me out let me yeah let me you know, be the one to live this life. Hopefully she's not like, I don't know, a serial killer. No, <laughs> no I don't oh, that's think that's so. really, that's really dark, but it's... <laughs> well, you can cut that part out. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but maybe not. That's the real me talking. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I don't think it was that bad. It was just unexpected. <laughs> Very real. Okay. Um, next no. <laughs> all right well that was that was actually like a lot of worldview changes like i i I do have to think of a maybe a different terminology or something than that personal view shifts in perspective uh, shifts in perspective something to that extent maybe i'll major shifts in perspective yeah, i have to think about that a little bit yeah it's just maybe me, come up with something me you know. uh, a person if you, who if takes... you take it as your personal world yeah the the, the, the world immediately around you your person, how, how that world has changed for you, per se. Yeah, then, just how you, yeah. Then that I'm, maybe yeah. makes more sense, but. Yeah, okay. But anyway, with all those shifts and with all that stuff happening, mm-hmm. so what things did you do 
or maybe weren't able to do a lot of them. But but what do you do now to sort of you know fill your cup, fill fill that spiritual mm-hmm. cup in there? Like, are are they are they are they big things that you do? Or are there little things that you do? Just everyday mm-hmm. things that you right. do uh, to to replenish yourself? Yeah, that's a really good question, actually. And it just occurred to me that there's probably a bit of both in there. Mostly little things, though. Um, and one of the things I have learned is um, up until the last number of years, I probably was trying to get away with not filling my cup, thinking there'll be time for that later. There'll be time for that time later. For later time. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. more and we more. We often think that in, in hardship. Yeah. More and more I've realized, no, I have to. It's actually a necessity to yes. the point where I'm even yeah. telling people who are close to me, I need more time to myself and they're not understanding. And I'm having to say, I mean, that's, I'm sorry, but that's too bad. Like I know what I need. Um, yes. Yeah. So I'd say a couple of the big things were that, you know, we've decided, um, to do some traveling. So, you know, spending on the East coast of Canada was definitely a way of, of filling up my cup, you know, with, with new experience. Um, that was wonderful. Most of the things actually are very simple. Um, waking up on, on a weekend when you don't have an alarm and laying in bed until you want to get up mm, and then yeah. sit. And I, as you know, I love to sit and make eggs and toast and read the paper on Sunday morning. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's quiet. It's peaceful. It's relaxing. And it, it centers me, it grounds me, it calms me. And when I get to do that and I can have that two or three hours to myself, then I'm ready to face the world again. You know, if I didn't get that, it's just incredibly important. Um, I, I can remember some moments where you and I have gone bike riding on the trails in Red Deer and just had that spirit, those spiritual moments where you feel full, the sun is shining. And I, couldn't imagine wanting to be anywhere else at that moment and then realizing there isn't a penny being spent it didn't take any money it's simple it, we, we didn't have to go to france and ride a bike there no, we're no. in red deer yeah. on the yeah. trails on our bikes yeah um and often finding things we've never seen before it's like yeah, I guess said literally nowhere else I would rather be and no one else I'd rather be with, by the way. Oh. Too. <laughs> um, I've gotten in the last year or two into keeping every Sunday night free. Uh, we we really try to cook at home as much as possible and we want it to be healthy food. Yes. Not necessarily low calorie, no, but, but no, healthy. It's, um, yeah. I made a pretty rich dish this last <laughs> just this weekend. So yeah, <laughs> Mark usually cooks Thursday, Friday, somewhere in there, uh, something that will last us a few days. And Sunday night, I covet that time too. I make my list, I buy my groceries, I come home and I spend the night cooking and baking so that we have food and you know muffins or cookies or something yes, for the week, yeah. so that we don't have to go and buy processed yeah. junk food yeah. or whatever. Um, it's practical and, but also it's spiritual to me. Um, and it's, it's a filling. I, I know you do enjoy, you, you generally, 
you generally are in a pretty good mood while you're yeah while you're doing that and yeah the only time i get stressed is if i feel like i don't have the time i i yes. want enough time yeah to immerse myself in it and not feel rushed it's yeah. i don't know that's just my personality yeah um and one thing i just thought of was you know as you're driving and say the radio's on and just the right song will come on at just the right time that can kind of fill your cup too i don't know yes it can, it can yeah. yeah it's it's a almost a spiritual thing too i i would say it is yeah mm -hmm. i i think anything that uh that we took anything that feels like it you know gives you energy instead of taking energy. instead of taking yeah. yes yeah 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 at, at some points i mean like we always we need we need to give back as well of course to to some extent or other but you, you know you, you can't do that too often you can't you can't empty yourself out constantly no and and not get that refilling happening uh you, you have to have that. it's another balancing act my mother when she was yeah. alive has, has said several times to me about don't be a martyr and yes. i never really yeah. thought too much about those words but they keep coming back into my mind don't be a martyr because i do feel like it's really important as part of being, you know, living a holistic life. And when you are privileged enough to not have to worry about what your next meal is coming from, I think giving back is something that we have an obligation to do in whatever way that is. It can be, right. you could write a check if you want, you can donate your time at the food bank. Maybe you mentor somebody. Maybe you're just really helpful to your friends and your family. Whatever. I think in some way, but I think that has to be tempered too with yes, you yeah. cannot give so much of yourself that there's nothing left for you. So, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's balance, and so that's another thing I'm trying to find. Um, I wasn't taught that either. My parents had eight kids. You know, they they didn't have time to go out in the community and and, right, yeah. and volunteer. They were yeah. their time was at home. So it's something I'm trying to learn too. And I really get something out of volunteering as well. Um, but yes, you not you can't give too much of yourself. You have to look after yourself. You have too. to look after yourself, yeah. and you gotta. You have yeah. to look after your relationships. Of, yes, yeah. I was just gonna say that ex yeah. exactly that. Your immediate relationships mm -hmm. are pretty important because they're part of mm -hmm. um, who you are at mm -hmm. this particular time. Yeah, sort of thing. So you you have to every everything needs nourishment, or it's gonna die. Basically, yes. yeah. So it's yeah, and and one uh, one other podcast I listened to regularly the fellow talks about the pendulum switching and that makes uh, yes. back and forth and that kind of makes sense so i don't think we're going to attain balance that just stays balanced exactly the same so you know for example maybe you decide you want to have a physical challenge so maybe for six months the pendulum swings and you don't have as much time for your friends and you don't have time to volunteer because you're training for an event so then yes, you're not yeah. in balance. Your focus has to be on that thing for that, for that period. Time. But yeah. if you look at a period of years, you're hoping to have balance because maybe there's another period where you're not as focused on fitness, but you're spending, you know, deciding to spend more time with your family or you're deciding to spend 
three months on a volunteer project or whatever. So it's, you know, it's just over time you hope to have that balance. Not, so you're looking at, so, so the activities should over time balance each exactly. other out a little bit. Yeah, not that they should be in balance every day where you go, I'm going to volunteer for an hour and yes, I'm going to cook for yes, an hour yeah. and I'm going to be with my husband for an hour and I'm going to be, you know. That, like, make, that makes yeah. sense because I, yeah. I think I try to do that a little bit. I try mm. to keep like my weeks sort of imbalance and maybe I don't need to, maybe I just need to focus on what I need to focus on at that time, at that time, regardless of, and recognize, you know, that maybe there's certain areas suffering, but you'll, you'll shift back to those, yes. you know? Yeah. yeah. I, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think that mundane everyday activities are highly underrated for what they can give to us. <laughs> because they can give us those moments yeah. of refilling or... And being with yourself. Being too. with yourself. Okay, yeah. that's probably yeah. that's probably one of the most significant yeah. uh, ways of putting it mm -hmm. that, you, that you could have said. Yeah. Because that is true. Mm -hmm. uh, that goes much in line with my own thoughts that, uh, you know, dealing with your emotions for instance, and mm -hmm. when you, when you're sitting there with yourself mm -hmm. and, or taking quiet time to yourself, mm -hmm. well, that is the best time to then deal with some of those things. Right. Um, and so that, that can lead to great spiritual truths, I think. I think, I think and, so too. And, yeah. Or at, at, at minimum, like I said, like getting some of that energy back that you've put out into the. At minimum. The world, yeah. Even if minimum. it's not a great insight, it's that yes. you've, you've got yourself calmed down. You, you know, it's like the electricity, right? You know, yes. input in, when we're, and as we know, everybody knows in this day and age, I, I heard something recently and the stat won't be quite right, but the amount of information that each of us takes in in one day is more than people used to take in in years. If you go yes. back hundred. Yeah. Like, well, it makes, it makes yeah. sense. I mean, yeah, yeah the, we, we have, we have the, we have hundreds of years of mm -hmm. human knowledge at our fingertips. Yeah. And, and we all of the entire world. Human yes. knowledge of the entire world, not just, not just our own community, not, not yeah. just our own community, which it used to be, right? Yeah, one time that's you all had, you would yeah. have, or if like, yeah. if you got a a book at one point, yeah, that that would be like gold, mm -hmm. right? And now, it's, yeah, now it's like you can go and find, and go buy a dozen books for you know and a it's dollar. Like doesn't at even the right hardly sale. hardly has any value anymore. In one sense, yeah. yes, yeah. So I think, like, really, if we think about it even more than ever, 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 probably in human history, it's important for us to find whatever it is that feels meditative for you, you know, yes. and quiet, yeah. decompress. So find those moments yeah. is what you're saying. Be in nature. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this. Go, you know, if you ride a motorcycle, ride your motorcycle yeah. out in the country. Yes. Ride your bike, go for a walk, yeah. paint a picture, read a book. Whatever it is that fills your cup. Like, I, I think it's not just, it's not really a luxury. I think it's necessary. A, ne a necessity, yes. Maybe yeah. we can avoid uh, some of the anti-anxiety pills and depression. You know, not all. There, there's a place no. for those. But we could maybe yeah. decrease the amount that's needed if people are, first of all, given and, and then take that time. Yes. For yeah. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's some very good advice and words of wisdom there. Uh, and, and we could probably have an entire podcast just, just based on, on that, that alone. Yeah. But uh, I think 
I think we will move on sure. from that particular point at least. And uh, I'll just ask you, what benefit do you derive or hope to derive from whatever, wherever it is your spiritual journey takes you? That's also a really good question. You know, I guess you, why would you go on any really big, difficult journey without having a goal at, in mind? You yes, know? yeah. Um, and you may, I, yeah. mean, I mean, when it comes to, say, a spiritual journey, you don't know if you're ever going to, per se, reach that goal or... But you have it or anyway. What, maybe what the goal is, yeah. even. Yeah. Um, I, I do have some ideas on that, and one would be um, through, hopefully through the growth that I hope to attain that I, I develop better, healthier and happier relationships, uh, whether it be with the people I, I work around or family or friends or, or, you know, the people you meet when at the grocery store, whatever, just that the energy you put out there in the world is, is a better energy. Um, I really hope to learn the true meaning of forgiveness, um, number one for myself, because I think I spend a lot of time with regrets and putting myself down for decisions I've made or actions I've I should taken. have done this. I should have done yeah, that. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. So I've yeah. heard a we've, lot of, we've all been there for sure. So it's, I've read a lot mm-hmm. about that idea of, you know, you need to forgive yourself. And I, I still don't totally get it. Uh, I also would like... I'm not sure if I do either. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've definitely, say, forgiven myself to some extent, but I, I don't know if... Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how to get there Total 100%. and utter forgiveness yeah, to say I've, it's done. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. That's so part it's... of, you know, on this journey, I hope to eventually reach. And I also hope to learn true forgiveness of others, um, the, the people that you feel mm. resentment or anger towards, uh, because it doesn't... I mean, it's like, does that actually serve any good purpose no, I, for I've, anybody? I've said yeah. for a number of years that forgiveness is for you. But probably... As the per- it's not yeah. for the person who wronged you. But I actually it's, think it help, would help everybody. It does. Yeah. It does help everybody because, yeah. because, well, whatever is helpful to you is going to affect those yeah. around you as well. So right. It's, and it's going to change, uh, it's going to change relationships, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully mo- mostly in a positive manner. Exactly. So that's, I mean, that's maybe a tall order, but that, that is a goal, you know, of going on this journey would be to, to learn those skills. Yes. Uh, and a couple more things. One is, is, uh, finding courage to, to take some leaps. Uh, I'm very much a creature of habit and change is difficult for me. Um, but you know, as I get thrown more and more challenges in in my life, um, I, and maybe being pushed into making changes that I didn't even want to make, I'm hoping I find the courage to when an opportunity arises or that I create an opportunity to basically financially make a living for myself that is more in line with who I really am mm. and not be afraid of how much money it pays or, you know, but to yes. worry more about does this, does uh, this fulfill, just fulfill me or something fulfill to that me. extent? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the last thing, I guess the ultimate goal would be that when 
I am at the end of my life that I can look back over it and, and say that I don't have uh, regrets. That's, you know, the ultimate goal of, of taking a spiritual Mm. journey is to be, uh, to look back at it and say, wow, you know, no, I don't think I would change very much. So yes. Yeah. I don't want to be bitter, angry, cynical at that time and, and be like, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I, yeah, I should have, you know, I don't want that. So yes. Yeah. 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 I I think, um, when we, when we do get to the end of our lives, uh, I, I think the benefit of any spiritual journey is going to be that it's like, I have become the person I was always meant to be. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to take that, uh, I'm going to put this back into hero's journey context is at the end, the end of the hero's journey is to come around to the, uh, part in master you're, you've mastered the inner and the outer world. So you're in balance, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So, so mastery of your inner, your emotions, yourself, your, those types of things. And then the outer world Mm -hmm. in, the the mastery say in relationships and in your habits your habits and those kind of things Mm -hmm. so so your so your life is very well balanced overall Mm -hmm. and that ends up being called the the freedom to live okay is what it's called which can be also called freedom from the fear of death but Mm -hmm. the fear of death can leave even before that or Mm -hmm. but it's the freedom to live as you will basically and and fully as yourself fully as yourself so it's uh that's a bit of that's a bit of a sidetrack but but i i I, I think that's i think that's what you're trying to voice there i think yeah that sounds right and like you said whether we ever fully reach that it's still a goal that is to it to work towards yes and hope to attain whatever it looks like i mean it may not look anything like you expect like you think it will most things never do look like what you picture in your mind when you get there but that's okay but I have heard stories of people who are, you know, really elderly and, and say I've had a good, like they, they're still alive, but they're, yes. they know that they are okay to die. And I think that what better gift is there to reach that stage of life and know that, you know, you know, your time is coming closer and you're okay with it. You're yeah. not fighting, kicking, screaming, regrets, bitter, angry, you're like, yeah, it's, yeah. When you reach, as uh, Stephen Jenkins says, when you, when you get to the dying stage, mm-hmm. as, he, as he calls it, mm-hmm. uh, so the, 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 the next phase, the final phase of living yes. is dying. Yes. Dying. He gives the, it. The, the, yeah. He calls it the verb. Make sure we understand that that's a verb. Yes. And, it's and, a process. And, and a state of yeah. being. Yes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if you want to look at you know, you're a child and then you're a young adult and then you're a parent. Yes. All the, yeah. Dying is is actually a stage. And I don't think I ever thought of it exactly as that no, way. No, I don't either. think I did either. So, yeah. But, but I can see how the spirit, a, a spiritual journey could benefit that in you because uh, it, it could help you work through each stage mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then into that final stage of living, and not be kicking and screaming each like to to 
you know, yes. along with, I, I mean, the things that were kind of sorely missing in, in Western culture, I think, like rites of passage. Into, That's sort into, of what I was trying to aim at. There, yeah, but I, yeah, yeah. I wasn't explaining it well. So yeah. It's, but yeah, right, rites of passage, definitely. Yeah. Ceremony, ritual, all those things. Yes that I never really thought too much about until recently and realizing, oh, that those things I think help us yes. immensely. As a whole, as, when as, we are, as community, yeah. as, yeah. yeah. But when we go into another stage in our life, because we can fight it so much, yes. if, if the stage we were in was yeah. comfortable, why would we want to change it? Well, guess yeah. what? You don't get a choice. Like you're older, you're in a different stage. It's much better if you can... You know, it's, I don't think it's ever easy, but I think if you have uh, healthy practices in place that, you know, you can learn to accept each stage and maybe embrace it ultimately, you know, so, and dying being the last, again, well, the last stage of our living life, I guess we don't know what happens after that, but. Yes, whether there are yeah. alternate realities yeah. after death or not, we don't. <laughs> and it doesn't mean, I don't think even Stephen Jenkinson said that, you know, doesn't mean you're joyous about it either. You might not be, yes. it doesn't mean you're happy about it, but you accept it and you um, embrace it to whatever extent you can. Yes. <laughs> you know, you'd, you'd be grateful for the life you mm -hmm. have for every day. Yeah. And when death comes for you, uh, as he put it, she won't be so frightening. If you're prepared for it. If you're well and also, for it. he also explained that our death is actually not just our own, which I had never thought that's of. That's really, yeah, it's, that's it's, really. It belongs to you and yes, your family, yeah. your community around you. Again, a whole other discussion yeah. overall. Than... <laughs> I, I was actually at first offended by that going, no, my death oh, is my own. Oh, were you? My death is my own. And it's like, oh, no. Obviously, it whoever's the, pe to, the people who are close yeah. to me, it belongs to them too. Yeah. So no, that's yeah, and that's something we could go on yeah forever. But when I, you talk we about probably, a, probably should do a podcast on death and dying. I'm sure maybe even more than one. But yeah, yeah. as we learn more, okay. Yeah. So well, okay, but it's not, Stephen Jenkinson has obviously been an influence to both of us at this point, uh, as we just spent many minutes just talking about him mm -hmm. um and he's a canadian by the way he's a wonderful man but yeah, anyway, yeah. and i still need actually i still need to look up that uh his documentary that grief walker yes um mm -hmm. but anyway so he has been an influence on both mm -hmm. of us for sure uh so who else has influenced you along your mm -hmm. this path this spiritual journey of yours right so i decided uh when to talk about people real people in my life not not authors or lecturers or professional people because there's many many of those and yes and maybe that, that could be a long list in and of itself yeah so and it's, i and that's maybe you know can touch on some of those at another time you know as, uh, if you interview me again or if i'm involved again but i yep. decided to touch on the people who are uh, people who i actually were in my life and to be clear, this list is not going to be All everybody because <laughs> I can think of many, many more, but I'm just going to say a few. The first one I'll mention is my sister, Cheryl, who is 10 years older than me and who I did live with for a few years. Um, as I've said, you know, while I was raising my son, I really wasn't on a spiritual journey. I was on a journey of just paying the bills, but I just noticed uh, her uh, always reading self-help books uh, 
And that was sort of a new thing to me because I, I hadn't, it wasn't something that I had anyone around me doing before. So she was trying new things, reading books, trying to find her answers. And it just planted that little bit of seed in my mind about this idea of exploring, you know, if something in your life isn't working, or if you want something different that you can look for answers. And so that would be one uh, one person I'd say who did influence me a little bit, at least. Um, the next person I'd say is a friend of mine whose name is Linda. Uh, she also was a single mother and we met when our kids were probably in grade one. Um, she's a wonderful lady. She is a very religious lady, um, but she doesn't bring that into our friendship in terms of being preachy at all. But I'd say the reason she influenced me is because she is like this beam of light. Um, She, it doesn't matter what's going on in her world or how busy she is. If she sees somebody in her world who is in need, she will drop what she's doing to help that person. And I've always admired that because I, I consider myself a giving person, but typically only if it fits into my schedule, I'll say, well, sure, next Saturday when I'm free, I can come and help you with that or whatever. But she I, she will drop what she's doing right now to go in and help. And uh, I don't know if I'll ever be that person, but that's something I would aspire to be, just a giving person like that. Um, my son, Travis, is also someone who has influenced me so, so much. Uh, he's an example of uh, a child who is like a teacher to a parent. Um, he must have been <clears throat> born spiritual or something <laughs> because it was at a pretty young age, by the time he was a teenager, that he was questioning things that I had never even thought to question. So now at 28 years old, he's, he's, uh, he's, delved into all sorts of spiritual practices. He's now an herbalist and we have some amazing conversations about life, about the world, about politics, about everything you could think of. Um, He's a very, very deep seeker. I could talk about him alone for you know six hours, I think, but that's for the moment all I'll say about him. Um, The next person is this guy who's right across from me his name is mark in case you didn't know that yeah i guess you should probably know that (laughs) i do say it at the beginning of the podcast (laughs) (laughs) um we've met each other almost oh boy in january it will be eight years yeah yes yeah i keep thinking 10 years because i do too we we met 2010 i think that's why that number is in my head so it's but it's just about eight years. And one of the first things I'd say is that just logistically, like he just taught me more of the actual story uh, of Christianity, which I really, you know, I think I, I knew very little about. I knew there were three wise men and a baby in a manger. And <laughs> I, I don't know, not like a whole lot more than that. So, right. Yeah. yeah. He's, he, and along with his parents, uh, have introduced me to a lot more of the story um, over the years. So that has helped me and it influenced me. You've had a crash course in Christian 
yeah uh, uh, thought processes and such just to, through my parents and myself exactly I guess. So yeah and i mean that that is our dynamic that does influence me you know a large a lar- largely because i it wasn't something i was around growing up or even as an adult up until i met you so um the next thing i'd say about mark is uh in terms of music i always loved music i listened to it i was a headbanger as a teenager it was you know acdc and yes metallica yeah. and slayer mm-hmm. and all of those things um i always listened to music for the feel of it and for whether i liked the beat of it um I really did not pay attention to the lyrics or what the lyrics meant. And that's something that Mark does all the time. And all of a sudden I look at songs and read the lyrics with him and go, wow, like there's this whole huge other layer to in depth to yes. the music. Yeah. And to that's this. That's actually a really good way to put it. The, the layers. Yeah. I always think I'm learning to view. Well, I've been looking at movies and music that way for a yeah. large portion of my life, but I'm realizing just how many layers there sort of are to to art in general. It's actually, yeah, it's it's amazing me more and more and more as I. There are some things about getting older that are kind of cool, actually. Yes, there's yeah. a richness. I don't know that wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of cool. Um, and just actually, even last night, I was listening to a radio show and they were playing some songs from that I remember from being a teenager and being in my twenties that I enjoyed and listening to them last night. It's like, I heard them for the first time because now I'm listening with, with this knowledge that Mark has taught me about lyrics and listening to them and, and how deep they can be, you know? So that like has enriched my life in a huge way, you know? So I'm glad. Yeah. (laughs) Um, there's a lot of things I could say about Mark. The last thing I will say this time around though, is that, uh, he's also gone through his own huge spiritual transformation. And because of that, I think he is able to be with me and help me, uh, to have the courage to go through my own. He's very supportive. And, you know, maybe uh, another partner who hadn't gone through such a huge shift like him would have been long gone because honestly, it's not easy when somebody goes through a major shift, it's not easy to watch them go through it sometimes or or if you're not prepared for it or if you're not able to accept the changes, exactly. then uh, I can understand like why some people, yeah. It's, it's, say, it, I'm for some people here. it's like well you're changing your life but i don't want to change my life yes so yeah. whereas in this case it's sort of like i mean i'm i'm used to a big shift or big changes so it's like i'm along for the ride sort of with you and yeah and that's and like i said i i mean i'm going to use the example again i over probably overset it at this point so maybe it's <laughs> but it's a it's going to be the first time that anybody listening to this is going to hear it so yeah so as, as i i described you as dorothy in the tornado right now but you're on your way to oz yeah so, i love it and that's where it. the magic is so i know you're going to be okay so see so, see why i want to be and, with this guy and that makes you or that makes me that makes me glinda the good witch because <laughs> yeah. i'm pointing i'm going to point you towards the yellow brick road i love it <laughs> i love it yeah i mean it's it's I'm, that's huge for me because i understand that you know this process of going through uh change 
I definitely am not consistent right now in my emotions or, the, or that, you know, I might say one thing one day and another thing the next yeah, day because I'm just, my world, my worldview is changing. Yes. And so a lot of people would not be able to handle that. And I totally get that. And but, I, and I yeah. understand that it's yeah. like, well, that's the way it is because yeah. I've been there and I felt that way. Yeah. So it's, so it's pretty special. So, yeah. Cause yeah, the one thing I found too is going through mine is that, yeah, like the, the filter the the verbal filter comes off yeah kind of thing yeah and it's (laughs) and i mean when you met me it was very much off oh yes and i've had to like temper myself back a little bit just not not only for your sake just for i mean for the sake of living yeah yeah i think you can't walk around being bluntly honest with everybody constantly (laughs) so it's yeah, yeah, I know that, that maybe it's good that the filter does come off so that you can learn yes. to express. And then, like you said, if you have to put, you know, it back on I a think little that, bit. I think that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You, you have you have to, you have to learn, mm-hmm. you have to learn what it's like to, to have it off even yeah. before you can like, okay, how do I appropriately yeah. put this back on? Well, I think then you also find out which people are along for the ride with you too. That's you a good know, point. Yeah. Which people can handle that. So yeah. we'll That's see. That's a very good point. Just one more person I will mention right now. Like I said, that's you know, if I spend time thinking, I there's lots of people, but yes, yeah. um, about six or seven years ago, when uh, across the street from where I work, a yoga studio opened, it was hot yoga, and I kept walking by it and looking in the window and looking at the posters, and I, I wasn't going in. And then one day, the, the owner, whose name is Shauna, came out as I was standing on the street looking at the poster and said, can I help you? And and we talked a bit and, she, and then she brings me into the studio and I think she even offered me a free class just to get me going. I think she did too. I think yeah, I there's some, yeah. I'm remembering that. And I mean, that definitely uh, influenced, she influenced me a lot. Yoga itself influenced me a lot, but she personally did. Uh, she's just, um, she was my first yoga instructor and probably the best instructor I've ever had. Uh, she just had a way about her of, um, I don't know if you, if you do yoga, the instructors talk to you through the whole class and a really good instructor can talk you through a really difficult pose where you want to give up and they can say something that's really inspiring and opens your mind and they'll she'll say said something once about you know your mind will give up before your or no your but i can't remember your mind will give up before your body does so it's about mental strength yes where you can tell yourself i can't do this And, and that helped me a lot you know there was just so many things that she said and when we do shavasana the teachers will the instructors will talk you through the shavasana too and uh, she just got me to taught me a lot of things and got me to look at things in a different way, uh, which was really new to me at that time and really meant a lot. So, yeah, I'd say she influenced me quite a bit and I'll probably have a love of yoga forever. If I wouldn't have had her as my very first instructor, who knows, maybe it, I would have never gone back. It's hard to say. Wow. Yeah. yeah so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think this was a really good look into your into your life and into your into the path you are on, Christine. I really I thank you for doing this not only 
one time, but doing this twice with me now, so we could get the sort of the format of the podcast down a little bit, a little bit better. Well, yes, that the narcissist in me, uh, you know, has no problem talking about myself twice. So. Right <laughs> no, so thank you very much for coming on again, and so I'm going to ask you to uh, participate in the quote that is, I'm hoping, is going to kind of become really emphasize what think spiritual is all about okay but change yourself change the world and i really hope that other people listening to this can come to believe that too because i really believe it's true <laughs> overall and I'm, i think the more i say it the more i think it really is true so i agree thank you again thank you for listening everybody and we will see you once again on Think Spiritual at some point in the future. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. Mm -hmm.